This is Daryl Wood, host of Run to Win, the Daryl Wood Show on Faith Talk 1500. First, let me say this show is your show. That's why no matter what I discuss or which guests I interview, your input is value. If it's in the news, on TV, or at the movies, whether political, social, economic, or whatever, at some point I'm talking about it on Run to Win, the Daryl Wood Show, Monday through Thursday from 4 to 6 p.m. on Faith Talk 1500. Welcome to the Anchor of Hope broadcast. We here at Living Through Him Ministries believe you will be strengthened, built up, and encouraged as we are experiencing an outpouring of the new wine of God's Spirit. Joel 2.28 says, And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my Spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams, your young men shall see visions. Stay tuned as we come together with seasoned saints to break bread and experience the very Word of God transform, heal, and set free. Welcome to Anchor of Hope Radio Broadcast. This is Pastor Kathy live in studio with you today. Those of you that are listening, I just praise the Lord for you, you and you. I am just rejoicing. I just got back from a wonderful trip and the Lord woke me up this morning with a title for a message. I wasn't sure if it was supposed to be a new email or a title for a message, but I believe I am going to share something with you that are going to set you on fire for God. And I am believing that, but we're going to break to a song so I can come back with this flow that's burning in my belly. We're going to We'll Carry On by my husband, Kenneth Daniel Whoopio. We'll be right back.
carry on. He is holy. He is mercy. He is our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, I woke up this morning and I heard warrior proof. Is there proof that you are a warrior for God? Are you battle weary? Then this program is for you. I want to talk about how you can sharpen your sword, your walk in the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, and I want to start out by sharing a dream that I had right after I got back from Azusa Now. You know, I pressed through to go to Azusa Now in California. There was about 100,000 people that had registered for this event, this encounter, and just the fruit of obedience, the presence of God that was on me was overwhelming. As I was in the airport, as I was on the plane, there was waves of the weighty presence of God for being obedient to going to this event that he had put in my heart. God made a way for me to go. Now, I'm telling you, Many times it's supernatural. It's nothing in the natural that I did. He opened the gates of heaven for me to go. And I'll tell you, one of the things that they called for was the wailing women. Being in that place, so many people from all over the world expecting an outpouring, know that it was prophesied over a hundred years ago or so from many of the saints of old that said God would even pour out in the latter times. I want to read you a scripture. I know many of you know this, but I want to tell you we are living in it now. Joel chapter 2 verse 28 and it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your sons and your daughters And the old men, your old men shall dream dreams and your young men shall see visions. And also upon the servants and upon the handmaidens in those days will I pour out my spirit. God reiterates that in the New Testament, also in the book of Acts. And he says that he is pouring his spirit out. So when they called for the wailing women, Whatever God gave you to wail about, this is what I saw. Being Jewish, my mother and father, Jewish, okay? I wasn't raised in that, but I want to tell you something. I saw the Holocaust. I looked up at the sky, not all the people in this place, and I was like, God, do you see us? We are crying out, and he brought before me the Holocaust. I saw the bodies. I felt God's heart, and I can't tell you. It's just a smidgen of his heart. For the atrocities that have been done to so many people on this planet and the babies, the abortion, the babies that have been slaughtered in their mother's wombs. Can you see their blood crying out from the ground? I saw it and it hit me. And then being at the leaders meeting when Cindy Jacobs got up at the end and she says, you don't know what you loosed. Had Azusa know now, but God knows, and it has begun. The revival has begun. Now, I want to share a dream with you that God gave me when I got back. And the thing of it is, is that, yes, we're talking about Smith Wigglesworth. Yes, we're talking about Finney and many of the old saints. But God gave me a dream. And in this dream, I was in a big coliseum, and I heard them speaking about Smith Wigglesworth. Okay, and they were talking about him, but God was telling me prophesy. So I'm like, okay, Lord, I'm not sure what you want me to say, but I will. And I'm going to wait for the right timing. And two people got up and they prophesied. 
And I was waiting because I knew what God wanted me to say. He wanted me to speak forth that the old is past. The old is past. This is a new day. And this new revival that is being poured out is something like you have never seen. So don't expect it in the old ways. Yes, Finney and Smith Wigglesworth and many of those, but don't expect it the same way. They were like foundational pieces, but God is going to pour out. And if you are not careful, you're going to miss it because there's no understanding in his pouring out. He is going to do signs and wonders and miracles, and they are going to follow the believer, those that believe. And I'll tell you what, are we a warrior, a proven warrior of the Lord Jesus Christ? I want to read to you 1 Samuel, and I want to read out of the book of uh, 1 Samuel chapter 17, starting with verse 33. And Saul said to David, Thou art not able to go up against the Philistine to fight with him, for thou art but a youth, and he a man of war from his youth. And David said to Saul, thy servant, kept his father's sheep, and there came a lion and a bear, and took a lion out of the flock. And he was telling him, and I went after him, and smote him, and delivered it out of his mouth. And when he arose against me, I caught him by the beard and smote him and slew him. He killed the lion with his hands. Thy servant slew both the lion and the bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them, seeing that he hath defiled the armies of the living God. And David said, Moreover, the Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear... He will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said unto David, Go, and the Lord be with thee. And I'll tell you what, he gave him armor, but the armor was not proven. See, what was proven was David's walk with the Lord. What was proven was that he knew the Lord of hosts. He was unashamed of his God. He was unafraid of his enemy. He was a mighty warrior, period. I want to tell you something. We need to reflect on the things that God has done. He has delivered me personally from MS, a diagnosis of MS, myelin sheath deterioration, lesions on the brain. I went through a blind spout years ago, never took no medication. I'm not against medication, but I want to tell you something. I remember he delivered me. Cancer, He delivered me. Both my parents saved before they died. He delivered me by answering my prayers. Almost in a plane crash where the plane was coming apart over Tokyo. He delivered me. My husband and I, he restored my marriage, gave me a dream to the restoration of my marriage. We renewed our vows at 25 years, 25 years, and we will be married 38 years. My husband was shot at. A man told him to stand still so he could shoot my husband and rob him when he was putting gasoline into a uh, the gas station. And that gasoline was going in by itself, and he zigzagged and ran. The man went to shoot him, and they found that man's gun, and the bullets were jammed in the gun. Answer to prayer, God has 
kept us. When I was in Korea and left in the streets of Korea, I was left there and God delivered me in the streets of Korea when they dumped me off the the big bus with all of our suitcases. And we said, this is not where we're going. Cars honking at us. A man pulled up and his wife, I got in the car and I said, how do you know I'm here? And they said, we had a feeling God delivered me right in the streets of Korea. He knew exactly where I was. And I want to tell you, my brothers and sisters, he will deliver you right where you're at. No matter where you're at this day, he will deliver you. And he will abundantly, he will do exceedingly abundantly if you can only believe. God cannot work with unbelief. He just cannot. And David remembered there came a lion and a bear. And he literally took that lamb that was stolen right out of the mouth of the one that had stolen it from his flock. What has God done for you? Can you remember what God has done for you? Can you remember today how he has moved? I want to read Psalm 112. It says, Praise ye the Lord. Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord, that delighteth greatly in his commandments. Okay, what else does it say? His seed shall be mighty upon the earth. The generation of the upright shall be blessed. Wealth and riches shall be in his house, and his righteousness endureth forever. Now, your seed is going to be blessed. Can you believe that as you are serving the Lord? You sanctify your seed. Don't stop and look at the circumstances. What is the proof of you being a warrior? Can you pull down strongholds? We meet on Saturdays. Okay, we pray. We have the word of God. We're meeting at the Ferndale Assembly of God every Saturday morning at 9 o'clock, 1221 West Nine Mile, okay? We are meeting there. I have been praying with some of these ones for 21 years. Believe me, I have seen God move mightily. And I believe I have walked in signs and wonders and miracles because of being obedient and gathering in prayer and gathering to seek God's will and to listen to him, not just petition him. Brothers and sisters, we have got to do his will. We cannot just be petitioning. So it says in verse 4 of Psalm 112, Unto the upright there ariseth light in the darkness. Okay, so you have some darkness, but the light will rise. He is gracious and full of compassion and righteousness. A good man showeth favor and lendeth, and he will guide his affairs with discretion. Surely he shall not be moved forever. The righteous shall be in everlasting remembrance. He shall not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is fixed, trusting in the Lord. His heart is established. He shall not be afraid until he see his desire upon his enemies. Do not be afraid. Get out of the emotional realm You know what? Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. Psalm 20, verse 7. Now, I, you know, I've seen God move on behalf of my children, adult children. My daughter was in a car accident a couple years ago. The Lord was faithful to her 
And he came himself and restarted her heart when she was in that car accident. And she said, Mom, I know he's real. Jesus Christ himself came and restarted my heart. So we will not be afraid of evil tidings. Our hearts are fixed in trusting in the Lord. That means fixed. No matter the circumstances, the plane is coming apart. Okay, his heart is established and he shall not be afraid until he see his desire upon his enemies. He has dispersed. He has given to the poor. His righteousness endureth forever. His horn shall be exalted with honor. The wicked shall see it and be grieved. He shall gnash with his teeth and melt away. The desire of the wicked shall perish. Do you know the desire of the wicked shall perish? The Lord is fighting for you. You cannot put on someone else's armor. It'll feel weighty. You'll feel like you're striving. You'll feel like you're being held back. You'll feel rushed. And we can never allow someone else's lack of faith to dictate to us or to the decisions that we make. You know, David stuck with God's plan, God's way to fight a giant. David was a giant killer. And you know what? Here comes Saul. It says in verse 38 of 1 Samuel 17, and Saul armed David with his armor and he put a helmet of brass upon his head. Also, he armed him with a coat of mail and David girded his sword upon his armor and he assailed to go for he had not proven it. And David said unto Saul, I cannot go with thee for I have not proved them. And David put them off from him. And he took off his staff in his hand and chose him five smooth stones out of the brook and put them in a shepherd's bag, which he had even in a script. And in his sling was in his hand and he drew near to the Philistine and the Philistine came on and drew near unto David and the man that bore the shield went before him. And when the Philistine looked about and saw David, he disdained him, and for he was but a youth, a ruddy and of a fair countenance. And the Philistine said unto David, Am I a dog that thou comest to me with staves? And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. And the Philistine said to David, Come to me, and I will give thy flesh unto the fowls of the air, and to the beasts of the field. Then said David to the Philistine, Come thou is to me with a sword, and with a spear, and with a shield. But I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defied. This day will the Lord deliver thee into my hand, for I will smite thee and take thy head off from thee, and I will give the carcass of the host of the Philistines this day unto the fowls of the air and to the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. And all this assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not with a sword and a spear, for the battle is the Lord's. And he will give it into our hands. And it came to pass when the Philistine arose and came and drew nigh to meet David, that David hastened and ran toward the army to meet the Philistine. And David put in his hand in his bag and he took hence a stone and slang it and smote the Philistine in his forehead. 
that the stone sunk into his forehead, and he fell upon his face to the earth. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and with a stone, and smote the Philistine, and slew him. But there was no sword in the hand of David. Therefore David ran and stood upon the Philistine, and took his sword, and drew it out of the thief thereof, and slew him, and cut off his head therewith, and the Philistines saw their champion was dead, and they fled. I want to tell you something. If you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, how important it is for you to know him. You cannot slay giants. You cannot be a giant killer. I just want to step aside from what I'm talking about and give you the opportunity to receive the Lord Jesus Christ today. 1981, I gave my heart to the Lord. And you know what? My life has not been the same. And he changed it. He saved my marriage. He turned my life around. And yes, I walked through some very hard, difficult times. But what would I have done without the Lord Jesus Christ? What would you do without the Lord? I don't know how you make it if you don't really have him. He says you must be born again. It's the only way. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. There's no way to the Father but by him. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, I'm not sure if I know you. I, I'm not sure if I've been born again, but I want to be. I want to know that when I die, not only will I live eternally, but I want to live eternally with you. I don't want to be separated from you. I want to receive the sacrifice, the blood that you shed for my sins because I was born a sinner. I give you my life today. I give it all to you. Forgive me for my sins, for my mistakes, the way I've walked away from you. And Lord, I ask that you restore me that you come into my heart, that you come into my life. I make you Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. If you did that, it's a new birth for you. You're born again. It's the most important thing you can do. You must be born again. You have to be born again in this life in order to enter the next one, to know when you stand before the Lord and he says, why should I let you into my heaven? It's because you gave your heart to him. It's not your good works. It's because you gave your heart to the Lord Jesus Christ. And I just want to encourage you. Um, we do a lot of television. I think tonight we're on at 730 on channel 18, Happiest People Alive. Also, ask the pastor. You can get our Thursday show from last Thursday. Just go to tct.tv, watch on demand, and then you can click Ask the Pastor. You can find the Detroit broadcast, and you can watch the show that you missed. God is abundantly awesome, isn't he? Yes, he is. He's uh, such a good God. I hope we have been a blessing to you so you can bless others on this beautiful Sunday. Yes, yes, we do. We want to be a blessing to you, and we want to encourage you again. Come on out and join us. 9 a.m. every Saturday, Ferndale Assembly of God, 1221 West Nine Mile. And we'll be there, and we're looking forward to meeting you. This has been the day that the Lord has made. We are going to rejoice and be glad in Him. We are so thankful for Faith Talk 1500. I think this is about our sixth year right now. And we just endeavor to share with you the now Word of God, we endeavor to bring guests to you, those that are really making a difference, that are obeying the Lord, walking in the Spirit of God, not in the flesh. Go forth, be a soldier for Jesus Christ, and make sure you are warrior proof. There's proof of you being a warrior in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless you for listening.
Thank you for listening to the Anchor of Hope broadcast with Pastor Danny and Pastor Kathleen Wupio. Your tax-deductible gifts are very much appreciated. The address is P.O. Box 59, Clawson, Michigan, 48017. That's P.O. Box 59, Clawson, 48017. You can also visit them on the web at www.pastorkathy.com. That's Kathy with a K, www.pastorkathy.com. Or you can send an email to pastorkathleen at yahoo.com. Again, thank you for listening, and we invite you to tune in next time for the Anchor of Hope broadcast. Are you being denied credit? Are you paying high interest rates? At creditrepair.com, we know life happens. Divorce, medical bills, student loans, and many other reasons why credit scores fall. That's why at creditrepair.com, we're committed to helping folks get the second chance they deserve to improve their credit. Creditrepair.com is actually acting as an advocate for me. Things that I thought when you paid them off, they were still on there. Things that I didn't even know were on, they were on there. But they got them removed. I feel they're doing what they said they'd do and beyond. I'm not going to abuse this second chance that they gave me. I'm in the process now of buying a home. CreditRepair.com actually does work. We can help you get a second chance at great credit. The consultation is free and includes a free credit score and summary credit report. We'll review your current credit situation right on the phone with a game plan to restore it. Call 800-231-1735. That's 800-231-1735. Again, 800-231-1735. 800-231-1735. Hey, I'm Chris Brown, host of Chris Brown's True Stewardship, brought to you by Ramsey Solutions. This is a brand new radio show providing biblical answers for money and 